What's up, boys? What's up? Good morning, guys. How are you? It is 7.46 here in the uh, my area. What's going on? How is everybody? Did you guys watch the Stupid Bowl? How was it? I'm just kidding. Go sports. Hey, still chasing that ball after all these years, huh? Good job, guys. You're doing great. How is everybody? It's nice and early in the morning, guys. Did you know that divorce is a factor guys did you know this was going on welcome to the show who's all in here by the way <clears throat> let's say good morning to everyone because well that microphone placement's not gonna work that's a little better there you go ah lord jeremy in the building what's up sir good to see you john fernandez good morning to you sir joshua harper always nice to see you catching a live uh live stream joshua good to see you Kush in the building at work. I hear you, sir. Keep it going, my man. Keep it going. You guys do your thing. No sports ball? You, oh, yeah. I don't know who played in it either. Uh, I know I should like sports more, guys, but uh, just super busy with other stuff. And I'm going to show you why in a minute. We're going to touch on it in just 30 seconds or so. Chris R., what's up? Good to see you. Morning, John, fellow gents. Here's to making money and having an, an FU fund. Yes, to be subsequent to anyone but your own goals. Yep, yep, yep. Big time, guys. Big time. So I don't know if you know it, but yesterday they shot down a fourth whatever, supposedly, allegedly, of course, right? And, of course, there was a big football game going on yesterday as well. So as we do, this is Google Trends. I tend to check it out sometimes when I sit down in the morning just to see what the rest of the human race is looking at because sometimes, frankly, I'm worried about what the rest of them are doing. Um, here we go. Let's look at Google Trending this morning. 10 million searches for Rihanna. Sports, 500,000. Wow. So you mean with all of the uh, economic uh, uneasiness, prices, gas, infrastructure crumbling, potential third world war with a very large superpower who is what we would call cornered on this planet amongst the rest of the other friendly countries. I don't the whole thing isn't good. Like it's it's and everyone's like, yeah, do you see Rihanna? She's super like Rihanna. I mean, uh, what is she doing? Is she pregnant? Oh, my God. Who's she dating? Rihanna. Guys, <clears throat> this is sad for me. Like, this makes me sad when I see this and I look at this and it's all like so and so and whoever that is and soccer or football on the other side of the planet, NFL, Chris State. I mean, this makes me sad when I think about humans in general, like just the future of us, you know, like the, I don't, I don't want to sound pompous and I know this kind of does and I don't mean to, but is this really what we're doing as the world is burning, Rihanna? I mean, look, I know the, the football game is a big deal. It's only happened once every year for the last how many years? 25, 30? What, what number are we on again? It's getting familiar yet? No? Anyways, um, it, it just scares me that this is what uh, everybody else is doing with their free time. It is what it is. Michael, what's up? Good to see you. 
Raw, welcome to the building. Good to see you. Jerry C in the house. What's up? What's up? What's up? Vault Keeper, yes. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. This is what we're doing. Is as a society, this is what we're doing. Quite frankly, I don't understand why. I don't get how this benefits the humans in any way other than to be entertained, which appears to be most people's only concern. Oh, the sure the world's on fire, but just entertain me. I don't want to think about it too much. Check out this article from USA Today. <clears throat> on today's episode, blah, blah, blah. For every two marriages in America, there is one divorce. Oh, oh, oh. And then there's a divorce lawyer and somebody that they talk to or whatever. You know, the whole thing, guys. But, uh, well, we're not going to get into the whole article. But just know that that stat is telling. For every two marriages, there's one divorce. Now, obviously, that stat is a blatant lie and completely not capable of being accurate in any way because you can't base that off of the future. Quite frankly, 10 years from now, everyone in the world could decide to get a divorce. Therefore, their stat would make no sense at all. But at the rate we know right now, it's proof that for every two, there's roughly one divorce, which means a 50% failure rate. Now, obviously, since some of those people may live to 80 and get a divorce, I would say it's probably more than that over the all, you know, overall, it's probably a lot more failures than just 50%. But the thing is, if you're the female and you failed, you're going to be okay. It's going to be tough, sir, obviously, you know, whatever, but you're going to benefit. There's a, there's a benefit for you. There's no benefit for men. We get a lot of questions from divorced men about going through a divorce, whether she's leaving you, you're leaving her. How do we not get screwed on our money? How do we not get screwed with our kids? How do we get the most power? Let me tell you something, guys. There's a lot of divorced men who've been through our groups, who've ended up on top. That's what you're going to want to listen to in today's podcast. But first, check this out. Boom. I don't ever like when they do all that whole stuff. You're not Peter McKinnon, guys. No offense. I don't know why there's all these kids in here for some reason through this video. <clears throat> here you go, guy. Don't sell them a course. Just talk facts, please. Please, 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 gentlemen, or this particular gentleman. All right. Let's listen. Gentlemen. So today we're going to talk about divorce. What happens when you find out the relationship? Why is there this upbeat music? I mean, guys, I that you've invested all your time, your money, your ideas in is no longer working. Sometimes it's you that makes the decision. Sometimes it's her that makes the decision. But it's usually her, guys. Either way, there's a huge break in your life, and there's going to be about two years of some of the most insane stress that you've ever felt in your life. All right, I can't stand this fucking music, but that's what I wanted you to hear. For a few years afterwards, there's going to be an insane amount of stress. Things are going to get difficult. It's going to, you're going to go through it. It's not going to be something you can't handle. You will live through this. 
It's unfortunate. It takes time, but you will make it through this time period. You just have to kind of keep pushing. You just have to kind of keep going through it and realize that this is going to pass. This is going to pass. Now, I know most men are going to go through this and are going to realize this and see that, you know, in time you will be better. But it will take a little bit of time just to kind of get through to where you're comfortable with it, the idea of it anyways. Let's watch one more nice person here and just listen to them talk. This is a lady discussing uh, life after divorce. Her thumbnail said, file it under life's a bitch. So I'm guessing it's not going well for her, but let's let's just listen for a moment. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. Uh, is the laughter to avoid crying? Sometimes I wonder that. Well, probably not. <laughs> actually have an idea for a video surrounding that because I get that question a lot. I do want to share like some like maybe like daily life stuff, but not daily vlogging. Oh, Jesus Christ. I forgot how they ramble sometimes. Sorry, lady. I really think. And I'm just really happy that that's over. Like, I just want to move on. Right. Focus on healing, focus on yeah. growing and focus on taking care of my kids. After everything that's gone on with just everything for the past three years, my mind is three years guys imagine battling in a divorce with this nice lady for three years really kind of messed up like my mind is really messed up i'm hey you said it you know not mentally i'm not in the best space just to be yeah we 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 all kind of figured that out ladies not the you because that's a little personal ma'am but yeah ladies we get it you're you're you know not thinking completely honest and i am looking for a therapist for that but it's really hard to find a good therapist you're a nut like if you're a nut and you're looking for a therapist you can't make the comp you know the that you can't say it's hard to find a good therapist because you're crazy you're a crazy person not crazy but you know what i mean like you if you need therapy you can't be like i would make a great therapist no no, no. you're you need therapy so you can't start calling. Some of these therapists aren't very good. What? Especially when you're really busy, I'll like maybe take a couple hours one day and like reach out to one and they'll be like, oh, we're not accepting new patients. And I'm like, damn it. I took so much effort to find you. I like. <sighs> right. Yeah. Liked you. Then I'll get busy doing something else and I'll have to like wait for another month to like check it. So anyway. Um Another month? Why are you waiting so long? Guys, this is how they run their life. Yeah, uh, I didn't succeed at this, so I'm going to try again in a month. I'm in the um, process of looking for a therapist, and I've just decided that I'm just going to take whatever I can get. Like, I'm not going to be picky. Right. That'll be good for your mental health. Kind of a whatever sticks approach. Like, if you let me talk to you, then we're good. <laughs> Homeless guy at the bus stop, pigeon at the park. Anybody really that'll just listen to me talk for a little while. I just need to talk to somebody. And I know like, we know ladies, you know, family and friends are always like, oh, you could talk to me, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's like, no, I can't. I can't talk to you. And I appreciate that. But you're not going to like me anymore if I'm going to keep complaining to you over and over again. Like, you're going to start this video at some point. Clearly, that's going to get old. So while I appreciate the sentiment, I do need a therapist to talk to. I've learned how to cope on my own as a single mom and the kids are doing really well. Like, Right. Yeah. The kids love divorce, ladies. They're always doing great after that. I hate when women say this. Well, my kids are doing really well. My kids are doing. Uh... 
No. I remember being a kid and going through a divorce. I remember my sister going through it. Stepsister, of course. I remember uh, my half-brother going through it when dad divorced the other. I remember all these divorces. The kids usually not doing well. If you mean doing well, they're surviving still while mom's doing whatever mom wants to do, then yes, in that aspect, I guess they're not dead technically. But mentally, they're, this isn't good for them. But it's fine. That's literally my biggest priority. My kids... Right. Your kids were a total priority. That's why they're we're now worried about their mental health. And you're talking about they're they're doing well. Don't worry. And then my business, like my career, my kids are my first priority always. Like, I Right. Of course. Yeah, we believe that. I want to make sure that Olivia and Theodore are good. Those are my babies, my loves, the love of my life. Like. Well, I'm sold my unconditionals. You know what I'm saying? Like after everything that I've been through. They're my unconditionals. They're doing really well. Their father and I are co-parenting. I basically have them all week, every week, and then every other weekend. And I really wanted that because I grew up with a household where we just like everything was scheduled and by the book and I know how to schedule and I know what kids need. And so I really want to make sure that I could provide that for them and make sure. It's hard for me to take women like this serious when they're like, I know what kids need. And they're like, yeah, we got a divorce. We're divorcing. Divorce is over. Kids are going to be great. They're Hopefully they're doing fine. I mean, they're doing fine. I mean, everything's good. I mean, what could go wrong, right? I mean, don't most divorced kids do well in life afterwards? I mean, it's not like 80% of them end up on like head meds for their anxiety, quote unquote, right? It's not like most of them, uh, a lot of them, overwhelming majority actually end up as criminals or drug addicts, right? Oh, oh, they do? Oh, okay. Look at this lady. News anchor Julie so-and-so announces her divorce on live TV. Her and her husband, married since 2009, shared a relationship status on a fear of Fox News comedy show, Gutfeld. Uh, that sounds really funny. Comedy used to be really good before they ruined it. Now that you can't say anything that would be considered edgy, funny, uh, potentially, you know, questionable. That's what made things funny back in the days. The fact that they were kind of on the borderline of what was acceptable and what was not acceptable. But now, of course, nothing's acceptable. Therefore, nothing's funny anymore. But then again, I could be wrong, guys. I digress. <sighs> so basically, she told her viewers and everything. Uh, she didn't hold back. F Valentine's Day. It is stupid. Even when I was married, I didn't get SHIT for Valentine's Day. Her comments then prompted blah, blah, blah. No longer married, question mark. At this point, she revealed that her and her husband are getting a divorce. That is a bitter, bitter woman, guys. That's a bitter woman. Mm, mm, mm. This is another good one I thought you guys would look at or would like. Excuse me. I'll share with you. Give me one second here. Here you go. Look at this. Tom Brady's ex, Giselle, however you pronounce that, flaunts fit physique, is in a good place post-divorce. Isn't it interesting that, like, we all know that like, she left because she was having an affair with the uh, – 
jujitsu guy. Allegedly, she was a big cheating cheater who cheats on people. Allegedly, according to articles and stuff we've read and all this other. But to be out there to be like, yeah, I'm cheating and I'm in a good place. How how narcissistic and self-involved can you possibly be as a human being where you're in the public view of the world saying, I was a cheater. I've moved my children in with the cheater, basically the jujitsu guy. And I'm announcing to the world that I'm doing great. It's all about me, guys. I know you guys were looking at me wondering how I'm doing. No one's looking at old Tommy boy over there getting old. No, we're all looking at Tom as he's withering away, losing weight, mentally having issues. I mean, obviously the man cares. His family, his kids are gone. And she's out here. Look at my physical physique. I can, I'm still a whore. Look. Allegedly, Giselle, of course. Allegedly. No disrespect. I mean, a little bit, but that's just because you what you've done is kind of distasteful. Um, appears to be living her best life. Of course. Right. Her best life wasn't when her husband was ringing, winning Super Bowl rings and they were traveling around the world and the entire world was looking at them and Right. It's her best life is now she's with the jujitsu instructor. Um, that's yeah. Okay. I get it. I mean, this is where we are as a society. It's really interesting guys. If you're keeping up on the things I've showed you so far for this live stream, I mean, this is where we are. Looks like uh, mayor Laura Garrett is filing for a divorce right now. Know if y'all can see that, I'll bring you in on this screen just so you can see as well. Because what I like to do every now and again, and I mean, I don't like to do it, but I go through daily and I'll go to Google and type in just the word divorce and hit the news category and see the most recent columns here of news coming out. Because in order to talk with you guys in mass about people that are getting a divorce, it's nice to at least be able to say, hey, this is somebody who is pertinent in daily life and human existence so that hopefully you'll know and we can all understand that. Uh, yeah. Let's get back into it here. <sighs> so she announces it. It's right around Valentine's Day, guys, right after the holidays. Usually that's when people are like, well, we made it through the holiday. I'm out of here. Usually it's women. No offense, ladies, but come on. The number is just too high in your favor. Brian Kelly divorce story. Mm, mm, mm. At some point, we have to ask ourselves, why do we want to go through this? Why do we put ourselves in these positions to go through this? Why do we try to do this with these ladies? No offense, ladies. I mean, clearly you do have vaginas, so you kind of got us in a catch-22 right there. It's a little bit of a catch-22. It's like you, we really like that, but the rest of the package deal is flawed, unfortunately. I guess nobody's perfect, though. Good to see everybody pooping while standing. Good to see you. SG, good to see you. Mm, mm, mm. For every two marriages, one yeah, one miserable man, probably two miserable men. Quite frankly, if you you know, if we're if we're being honest, Lord Jeremy, good to see you. Vault keeper, female monkey branching. It's all over, guys. 
this guy will be the one. This one will be the one. This will be the one that makes me happy. This will be the one that makes me happy. Meanwhile, there's a, just a trail of unhappy people just because they were part of her, her life. Just because they shared a moment with her, they are now have this weight from being involved with her. Meanwhile, she's running around still searching for her happiness and her truth because she's a strong, independent, don't need no man, got to have a man, want to have a man, but I'm not going to settle for a man. Ladies, what happened to you? I mean, what happened to you? At some point, something happened, right? Sigma, what's up, sir? Good to see you. Mike P in the building? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're a traditional woman. You, you mean you're a slave to a man? You take care of a man? How can you do that? How can you slave to a man and take care of a man traditionally? You should be a modern woman. Come on, let's pierce your nose. We'll dye that hair, maybe shave part of it, put a tattoo of like a cock on the side of your head. That'll be classy. Mike P in the building. They have to destroy the thinking of the past, yes, so they can write the future. Yes, guys, this is common. This is how you do it. It's been done since history. I mean, this, all of this that you see before you, all of the everything. I mean, you can go back 10 years ago and hear Patrice O'Neill talking about some of the distractions of the government through the media in order to keep people dumb. And this still continues. You can go back to the 70s and hear it. We're talking about the Vietnam War. You can... Over and over and over again, the mainstream media says, boo, everybody looks up all of a sudden and shit's going on behind us. I made that, I made that uh, point at the beginning of the live stream. Right now, the number one thing on Google trending is Rihanna. The next one is for, football or sports or some dumb shit. Meanwhile, on the verge of a world war with a nuclear power. Possible corruption at every angle, on every side, on ours, theirs, everybody, allegedly, of course. Um, and everyone's like, oh, is Rihanna pregnant? She looks like she might have a baby bump. What is, who's she fucking? Like, this is our society, guys. It's really kind of a shame, to be honest with you. Yeah, right out of Mao's playbook. They're going right down the communist playbook, guys. Like, this is... But then again, nobody remembers that because most of the people that remember that time of life were either dead or are now me, my age, who just learned about it, didn't experience it. But still, the rest of the people that are younger, everyone's listening to the younger and the dumber now. Remember the old days when we listened to the elders of the community? They ran shit. And everyone was like, yeah, they have experience. They have good ideas. They know what needs to be done. They've tried things that have failed before. Nope, now we're just letting the young and the dumb do everything and make these decisions, like in government and stuff, in places they don't need to even be in because they have no experience. But they're in there and they're doing things and shit's falling apart at every angle. And people are like, I don't get what's, why are there homeless people in San Francisco? Remember, because our elders didn't used to allow people to do that. They didn't used to allow people to be dope fiends in the street and sell ass on the avenue. Remember, they used to arrest people and put those people into hospitals where they could get the help that some of them need. Some of them are out of their mind. Just being honest. Some of them have mental issues, and that's okay. I'm not putting down on those people. They should get help in a padded room away from the rest of society where they're not going to do any damage to anyone else. Sorry if you don't like it. 
This is where we put rabid animals in a place. This is, we have to treat things with a certain level of caution and care when they pose a danger to the rest of society. You may not like it. You may think it's inhumane. I could give a shit less. This is how you maintain order. But nobody wants to talk about that. So I digress. <clears throat> Todd Packer, good to see you, sir. Derp Derpington in the building. Good to see you. Druid, what's up, my brother? Bonjour. Good to see you, boys. And all this, man, all this shit about the balloon floating over and all this and the China and the, man, they have the most sophisticated electronics. We get electronics from them, guys. I mean, like they could do a balloon. Come on, man. They got to have satellites that can like zoom in on a dime from outer space. Our can like all our kid cameras and she's like all that shit's built over there. You don't think they've got better than a balloon if they wanted to, and they don't. Why would they want to? Were they going to close up all their businesses here? They own businesses here. They have money interest here. Which, granted, we have cut off money interest of other company countries here and done things. So I know why they might be a little sketchy because of the large amount of money that they have here, as well as the debt that we owe them, which is trillions. But um, obviously, um, they're not going to send over balloons, guys. That's silly. Probably weather balloons, probably harmless, probably. I don't know what the other ones are. I don't know. But I mean, come on. They're not doing it with balloons. Also, to what end? To not get all their money back? I think they would want the trillions of dollars back more than they would be like, well, we're going to come over. No, 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 no. <sighs> wow. God, I hate being, this is the, the problem when you think as much as I do and you go through the logic of these types of things, you, you look at some of the things other people are thinking and you're like, man, this is not good. This is not good. I'll have to look that word up, Jeffrey. I don't know what that means, but you could be right. I just don't, I'm unfamiliar with the word. I'll tell you guys when I don't know something or let, at least admit it anyways. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's good to see you guys catching up in the chat. What are there, 36 people in here? 23 likes? Hit the like button, my boys. Hit that like button, you motherfuckers. Hmm. Hate being a network engineer. It's burning me out and the pay is way below what I think I deserve. Look for other opportunities or arbitrage opportunities to do on the side, Mike. I don't know what kind of hours you're putting in, but if it's 40 to 50, I would say look for something you can do on the side or write a book on your favorite thing. Don't think of it as writing a book to get it published. Just put it up on Amazon. There's YouTube videos on how to do it, how to format it. It's nice and easy. Anyone can do it with half a brain and make it on any subject you want. Make it on dog breeds if you want. Upload it to Amazon, and you can start making residual money that way. If you have one book that you put up that doesn't do very well and it makes you $100 a month, then you put out 20 more books that don't do very well, and now you have $100 a month times 20. Time-consuming, but not really, because you can get it done quickly if you actually work at it and put the time, energy, and effort into it. But that builds an income stream. 
then you're no longer beholden to whether or not being a network engineer actually pays you enough to live off of or not, or you've got a second income flow. And if one of those books actually does well, well, maybe you don't be a network engineer anymore, just depending on how it goes. Of course, once you have a good six months or more of living expenses in the bank, I don't have that yet, but I'm still paying bills and child support and all kinds of stuff just to get back to normal. But do that first. But even with everything I do and the money that I make and the, I'm still paying bills and I owe tax money out the, it's just, you got to take care of all that shit first and then get you six months of living expenses in the bank. And then you can take a look again at your regular full-time job and see, do you need to make changes? But I would also look, Mike, are there people that are in your area that are hiring for more money? If you've been at your job for five years, three to five years, and you're not making more, it's time to look for another one. Plain and simple. Monkey branch. Job monkey branch, man. You should do that anyways. But that's how you climb up and up and up and up and up and up to more money. You can't stay at the same job and think they're going to have loyalty for you as an employee. They're going to give me more money in 10 years. And man, fuck those people. Three to five years, get a new job, new money, new money new money. You go to the new place on the down low. Don't let them contact your new employer or whatever. And you just tell them, yeah, I make 80K here. I'm looking around for some other places to see where I want to be at and where I want to go to. And if anybody has an offer and if they're offering 90K, then you go where 90K is. Make sure you don't burn the old bridge. That way, if you need to come back, hopefully you'll be able to. Tell them you, you've had a great time there and you're just trying something new because it offers more money and you're going to give it a shot and you love them and thanks very much for the opportunity. And then if it goes south, you can hopefully open that door back and get back in there. But yeah, that's what I would do. Good to see everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Rusty Rivers has stepped into the building. Rusty, good to see you. Always good to see you, sir. We're just having a fun little chat this morning, guys. 38 of you in here, 28 likes, hit likes, boys. Frost in the building. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Let me catch up in the chat, guys. I apologize. I'm running a little behind here. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm. Here we go. Yes, I agree with you. I think that's perhaps where the majority of the actual threat from that place is. I don't think it's from the actual place. I think it's from their representative, alleged representative here in our place. You know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, the money people. The money people are who's going to benefit, guys. Obviously, it wouldn't be the country of China. It wouldn't be the country of America. It would be the money people because the money people sell things that, you know, fight wars. And those things can be very profitable, especially in this economy where things are up 28%. I mean, look, if you're selling I'm just going to guess if you're selling sidewinders 
And uh, those sidewinders, long range thingy dues are, uh, you know, $20,000 a piece, but in this economy, they're an extra 40%. Well, now you're really making money because you made them back when they were 4,000 to make each, but now they're selling for 40,000 a piece. See, simple math. In a bad economy, it can be very profitable for the people who sell the things that fight the. And that's pretty much been the way our country has been the defense budget. Just search up on the defense budget. <laughs> it's, it's been an enormous number for a very long time. So there's vested interest there to maintain that inflow of uh, money and funds. This is a good point. Chevy, very good point. Mm, good to see everybody again. Sorry for the quietness, boys. I'm just catching up on the chats. We'll get back into the show here, but it is good to see everybody. Cheating on your job? Sure. I tell you, man, you just kind of look around, see what you can find. Sometimes it's better to put it out there, get the feelers out there a little bit and kind of see where things fall into place. I promise you staying still will never be super helpful, guys. Staying still will never be super helpful. Keep moving, keep swimming, keep looking for opportunities, arbitrage opportunities. Where can I make a little bit of money based on this, that, or the other? Whatever the circumstances that may play in, how can I make that profitable for me? Of course, maintaining inside of the law and not hurting other people. Mr. Contriver, it's always great to see you, sir. Welcome. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, piano man, this is an interesting thing. Women do this, and they think this is like an insult to us because it's an insult to them. They can't stand to be alone. They don't realize that men absolutely being alone is, is amazing. I mean, there's no better thing than being alone sometimes, most of the time. And no, it's not because I don't like people. It's nothing like that. It's just it's... You can be alone and, and have a good time. You can be alone and everything be just fine. Like it's uh it's hard to it's hard to explain, but one thing I can tell you is just doing your own thing and being your own person is uh, it's a hell of an experience. It's a hell of a thing to be able to do things on your own and just have a good time and not need a lot. Sorry, I'm getting information for you guys on at the same time. So I'm pulling up a video for you. I want to show you. We spoke about this guy the other day. Awesome dude. Who does things on his own. Just is a dude doing shit just for the sake of doing shit. And having a good time and being a, a MGTOW, so to speak, man. Now, he didn't proclaim to be MGTOW or anything like that. But he lived a life of where he did what he wanted in his later years. How he wanted to do this. So let's take a look at it, and then I'll get back in the chat and see if I can't uh, catch up to you guys. 38 minutes into this live stream so far. Make sure you boys hit that like button for me. I appreciate it. Might help get a few people in here. Let's take a look at this one real quick. This is a pector. 
This video is shot in September 2021, edited and uploaded in November 2021. Very, very short time between shooting and uploading. Very, very, very short time. Understand he's from Norway, so obviously he's, you know, but um, this is the beauty of him. If you watch his channel, well, you know, it's just... Uh, this is the example of it doesn't take a man a lot to just have a good time, be happy and be himself. Once he stops caring what everyone else thinks about what he's doing, once you get out of the society and out of the shit and all the involvement with all the other humans, you can focus on you. Hopefully doing something more productive than this, but his videos actually have millions and millions of views. So it ended up being very productive, but just his level of honesty with who he is and having fun and being okay with who he is, is what people liked about him. Or at least that's what I, I like to think. Sikkerheten først. Skål. Shout out to everybody over on Twitch. I'm sorry, I don't have Twitch open right now, so I don't know if there's one person or 20 people, but uh, we're over here on YouTube if you want to join the other rest of us. But sorry, it's great to see you, but you can keep watching on Twitch. We love our Twitch people. So thank you, guys. Jævlig deilig vann. Cirka ti sanktmøter, eller cirka fire tommer. You see, to him, the video was more about the video of what was going on and the sounds. So you'll notice like the sounds are really drawn in, the water sounds and all of this other stuff. But this is a good example of just a dude being a dude. You know what I mean? He's just free to do what he wants now. Free to be his own person without all the fuss and stress. Lord Jeremy, thank you so much for supporting the channel, sir.
Yes. Shout out to Lord Jeremy, the one and only, sir. Good to see you again, my man. Good to see you guys. Nice frame. Gives zero fucks, guys. This is where I need you guys to get is when you get to this point. It's not about being mean or, or hurtful or rude or just being you, guys. Just being you. Pajur, good to see you again. Good to see you. Appreciate it. Revan in the building. What's up, sir? What is up, sir? Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing today, by the way? It's good to see you all. Mm, grabbing the next video for us, boys. Don't worry. It won't be too long. Don't you worry about a thing. You guys are in for a real treat on this one. You guys are in for a real treat on this one, boys. Don't you worry. Give me just a couple of minutes, not even, maybe a minute. We'll let that download real quick. Excellent. Almost done. Let's get this. Let's remove this from the stream. Boys, I apologize. I don't even have my thing up here. If you want to support the channel, drop me a cash app. I've got bills to pay for God's sakes. Appreciate you much love. Or you can drop a super chat if you want to support the channel. But cash apps for sure would be appreciated right now. These goddamn bills. Anyways, let's go ahead and get this on here for you. Looks like 12% remaining. And there we go, guys. Pay attention, boys. I'm going to learn you something about the ladies. Not from that screen there, though. Here we go. Mm -mm. Listen up. Back to my channel. If you're new here, I'm Courtney Ryan. And as a guy. This is Courtney Ryan, guys. You remember her. We've done her before. Huh. <laughs> We've watched her videos before here on the channel. Uh, I don't know if she's sped up or she just sounds like she's talking fast, but... You hear a lot of things on the internet of women care about this or do women care... Yes, you do hear a lot of things on the internet about women care about this. You're right, Courtney. ...about this, a whole list of requirements and different things that you guys think that women care about. So I have a group of seven girls here with me today. I put a list together of some of the most common things I see online that women care about. So today we're going to find out if they actually care or not. Let's get into it. So number one would be his car. That shirt is hideous. Here's the thing, girls. No offense. Um, even if you are a semi-attractive young lady, this seems like a semi-attractive lady here. But I mean, this uh, this shirt is horrible. If you're wearing this shirt, I have to look at you and be like, no matter how attractive you are, the fact that you picked out this shirt is something to put on and, and wear as a person I can't deal with you because I can tell your life is chaos because you picked out a pattern of chaos. I can tell that you, you wouldn't bring peace. You would bring a disarray. Yes. And I like when guys keep their cars clean, like if there's stuff all over like trash and cups and whatever, that just kind of gives me the ick. Um, the make and model and year don't really matter to me, but just like, I don't know, being respectful of the things you have and, you know, just being cleanly and things like that, I, I really appreciate. So, yeah. Um, it matters to me because I want to be in, like, a safe, nice, reliable car. It doesn't need to be, like, anything sexy or 
That means it needs to be sexy, guys. Crazy. But I've been in situations in the past when I would be with like a guy and his car is like constantly breaking down or like he can't come see me because his car isn't reliable. Where's your car? I think it does matter to a certain degree. It doesn't need to necessarily be something crazy nice, but I think it goes back to the cheap thing. If a guy is driving a shitbox car and he's too cheap to repair it. You're wearing a tie-dye shirt. For God's sake, you're wearing a tie-dyed shirt. You're, you're wearing like a $7 shirt talking about the man's car. That's, I mean, it's just not safe. <laughs> That's unattractive to me. And I guess if a guy does drive a really nice car, it's... He ain't fucking with a girl in a tie-dyed shirt. It's harder to walk away. Right. I wouldn't say it's everything. It doesn't matter to me. Because... Damn, is it cold in there? Because, uh... It, it just depends on like what kind of phase of life he's going through, you know, if he's if he's struggling, but he's working hard and he just needs a three thousand dollar beater beater to get him to point A to point B. Um, you know, the grind and the struggle of that, I, I respect. So I don't for me personally, it doesn't matter if he drives a nice car as long as he has a car. OK, that's I think a good. Yeah, oh, wow. as long as he has a car. So for me, it matters in the sense of, is it reliable? Is it burning oil when I get in the car? Is it unsafe? Nice bunt. Safe to get in. As long as you have a safe, reliable vehicle that... See what I'm saying? She's got a bunt or a gunt, depending on how you want to do it. She's got a booty do. Her belly stick out further than her booty do. She's trying to hide it and her posture isn't good at all, which is... Kind of sad because the Saugies look like they could be nice if her posture was good, but see how her shoulders are kind of sagging and she can barely sit up. That's bad posture. It's not embarrassing to pick your girl up and it doesn't really matter too much. Just make sure you take care of your precious cargo. Well, why don't you take care of your body? Straighten your spine up. Have good posture so you'll look more attractive. Yeah, but you men just take care of your car. Do it with your car. I mean, she can have a fat gut and bad posture, that's totally fine. But you guys, don't let your car be dirty. Take care of your stuff, you know? Like, To me, yes, it's not really about like the make and model of the car, but reliable, clean, um, you like take care of maintenance of the car. You mean like don't gain a bunch of weight kind of thing? Kind of like that? I'm just throwing it out there. As long as it's clean and it's taken care of, um, I don't think a lot of girls would mind what kind of car he drives if he's saving up his money to be more responsible with his finances and his future goals, then car is not a deal breaker, as long as it's clean. I can get a few like cars and you're a car person and you have- Revan, I know you're talking about the other one, the blonde with the soggy, saggy, waggies, but yeah, I agree with you. A nice car, and but you're humble about it, then that's way more attractive than, you know, being cocky about it. Ladies, men aren't supposed to be the attractive ones. I know you don't, you've forgotten like how things have been for the last 5,000 years of human history, but you're supposed to be the attractive one, the pretty one. You know what I mean? Like that's you, you're, you're the girl. We're the utilitarian, you know, dirty, strong, getting shit done, beaten, bruised, broken men. We're the, we're the men, you're supposed to be the attractive one.
What are y'all doing? Number two is his manners. Very important. Yes, they absolutely matter. When I go on dates, when I, when I. Yeah, his manners are so important. That's why they're all fucking Pookie and Ray Ray and Chad and Tyrone. They just, they love manners. And those guys are known for treating them really, really special with manners and chivalry. That's who they really love, guys. Who are they? Who do they really like? The bad boy, the dope dealer, the scammer, the he's got to have manners. These girls don't even know what they're talking about. I even go get coffee with a guy. Um, I look to see how he treats everybody else. If he's saying thank you. Hi, how are you? Um, I yeah, nothing gets them moister than when he's saying thank you and using his manners. I always grew up with manners are very important in my family. So yeah to women i think it's very important because it shows how they're going to treat you oh that definitely ma like matters to me you have to have good manners i want you to meet my yeah yeah they love manners guys you got to have good manners they love good manners um this girl here doesn't sleep with any boys who are bad boys or have bad manners only the nice guys get a piece of this only the good guys only the kind sweet boys None of the bad boys with naughty manners. Get that cooch. Family. Very much matter to me, especially like if we're out to eat at a restaurant. Change your shirt. I don't like people that are rude to service industry people or just anyone in general. I really like friendly um, people. So yeah, manners are a huge thing to me. Manners do matter a lot, um, especially how you treat your girlfriend, treat any woman in your life and treat... Manners matter a lot, especially how you treat your girlfriend. Yeah, especially her. She's the most important thing, right? Elders. That's, uh -huh. that's a gateway into how you would treat your future partner or what kind of person you are. And that's you. So that's, that's a great way to get an insight on what kind of person you are. Chad Rock, what's up, brother? Good to see you. I think that definitely matters. Uh, manners manner are kind of what determines how you feel around them, how they make you feel. So mm -hmm. that's one of the most important things. Yes, manners matter. Yeah, boy, nothing gets them wetter than a good set of manners, guys. Open the door for them, put your coat down. You know, they love that, man. They get so, it's it turns them on is what it does, you know? Um, Cause I feel like that's something that can't be taught. Like manners are just instilled in you at a younger age. Yeah, I feel like women don't think before they speak. Listen to her. She just, and then we're gonna rewind it back because it was so ignorant. We gotta hear it twice. I don't feel like that's something that can be taught, but it's something that's instilled in them at a young age. And, Build definition. You gradually but firmly establish or teach into a person's mind. Okay. Okay, ladies. I'm I'm trying to help y'all out out here, but you you know, either you're not learning in school or you're not thinking about what you're saying or you're just dumb, but let's listen to her again stumble through this carefully. Manners aren't something that can be taught, but they can be instilled from a young age. Brilliant, ma'am. Matters. Uh, manners are kind of what determines how you feel around them, how they make you feel. So I think that's one of the most important things. 
yes, manners matter. Because um, I feel like that's something that can't be taught. Like manners are just instilled in you at a younger age. What are we doing? Where's the asteroid? Why is this planet still going on? Like what is happening? <laughs> Seriously, at some point, do words still have any meaning at all? Do we still, can we still communicate using words anymore, guys? Manners cannot be taught, but they are something that is instilled from a young age. Okay, ladies, you're doing great. Absolutely matters. Um, I know I was raised correctly, and I'm very particular right, on how a Right, yeah, she was raised correctly, guys. That's why her boobs are out. That's why she's got her soggy breast out and her cleavage showing. It's not because she's a 304 in the streets or an alcoholic or a party girl. She was raised correctly. Woman talks to me, so I definitely demand the highest respect possible. And I definitely demand the highest respect possible. Ladies, you don't get to dictate the level of respect that, oh, oh, you make my head hurt. I would hope that my partner wants the same things. Okay, and no. can you give like examples of gestures or manners that men might do on a first date or just in general that would stand out to you in a good way? Definitely opening doors. I think that is the hugest thing for myself as a woman that a lot of guys don't think to do or don't think. Jeffrey, thank you so much for your cash app, sir. Thanks for supporting the channel, sir. I appreciate you very much. I guess a nice gesture, but these pretty hands should not be touching door handles. Uh <sighs> you, you look like a used 304, ma'am. I don't mean any disrespect, but you look like you've got the gunt, the butt cunt. Sorry, guys. You know, the front butt. You got the soggy, saggy waggies out for some reason in the white shirt, they're barely covered. And then the spaghetti straps that barely hold up the bad bleach job with your roots showing. I mean, what are you doing? Like what's going on here, guys? Imagine this. Um, so I think that's a huge thing. Um, yeah, you demand all the respect. You don't look like a used 304 at all. Pulling out the chair for a woman uh, when they're coming to dinner is very nice as well. Why, what about equality? Remember equality? Why am I pulling out a chair and opening doors anymore? Remember? You wanted this. What about equality? Um, if you guys order a bottle of wine, allow her to taste it, make sure. Oh yes, alcohol. This one likes the alcohol, boys. She's comfortable with the atmosphere that she set for the evening and really just focus on her. Focus on her. Women, y'all are out of your damn mind. Just focus on her. Just focus on her. Just do for her. Just do whatever's best for her. Just make it all about her. It's just her, 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 her. I mean, it's amazing anyone still talks to you, ladies. I just like when guys are friendly. Um... That's what every girl loves. Just, just be friendly with them. That'll get their panties wet. And to everyone, like when I go out, I don't know, I always try to be like, hello to people. And um, I like when a guy matches that energy. I really hate. I like when a shirt matches anything, quite frankly. When people are rude to strangers for no reason. So yeah, and I think it's really sweet too. If a guy opens the door for me or walks me to my car, that's a huge thing that goes a long way. It makes me feel like, 
I don't know, really respected and valued. So, yeah. Yeah, I always notice when... Absolute knowledge seekers, good to see you, sir. Like a man opens the door. Um, so that's a good manner to have. Um, how they are around my family. Actually, that's a good behavior to have. But that's, you know, again, you were the one that was struggling with English earlier, so. Um, like respect of elders, like my grandparents, like offering up a seat. Um, like if I'm like in a public transportation type setting and I notice like a younger middle-aged man sitting down and he doesn't offer the seat to maybe like an older person. Why don't you offer your seat, bitch? Why does it always got to be the men, ladies? You're going to watch a man and be like, he didn't give up his seat. What about your seat, ma'am? Why don't you give up your seat? Oh, you want him to be good enough to do it, but you're too good to do it because you're a woman. Uh-huh. Okay. That always stands out to me. Jesus Being considerate Christ. of your needs. Uh, if you're coming over, cleaning up before you get Yeah, boy, Todd Packer, don't they? Nothing gets them wetter than a nice guy. Boy, they will just give it right up to you. If you're a if you're a nice guy out here, these boy, <clears throat> you ladies are gonna love that. There. <laughs> mm. Being open to communication, no gaslighting. Mm, this chick's a professional gaslighter, I'm guessing. Anytime they say that, trust me, guys. They, trust me. I don't even know if that's man. I feel like that's just common decency, but. Told you. You can't make that up, guys. No gaslighting. And then she gaslights you. I mean, I just feel like that's common decency, you piece of shit. If you don't know that, I mean, that's just common decency. She's, that's condescending. She's talking down to you, us, all of us technically, but yeah, no gaslighting though. But I feel like it falls under. Definitely opening the door, being chivalrous, um, being a gentleman. Chivalrous. <sighs> Chivalry never had anything to do with women. It was about knights. You can Google this. There's four definitions. Not one of them is about women. It's about helping. It's about all kinds of things, but it's never about vaginas. But, you know, they've manipulated the world into thinking that it was. That's how good at manipulation most women are, is they've actually got the entire world to think that chivalry had something to do with women. It was a code of knights. Like it was a, a duty code, an honor code of knights. It was never about, I mean, technically you could say it was about helping the weak was part of it, but that could have been a baby, not necessarily a woman. And if so, why not a baby? Don't they deserve more help than a woman? I digress. Oh, man. Um, making eye contact. Eye contact is big for me and a lot of women. Um, just your body language and the way you carry yourself, the way you talk to servers, the way you open doors for strangers. Your makeup is fake, but you want eye contact for realism. These little things do matter a lot too. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh -huh. Definitely, I think if you're walking like in the street and he stands closest to the street. Um, I also like when they're kind of protective, not as in like. In that case, put a bra on. Like overbearing, but just kind of like, st like standing close to you. I don't know if you go on a first date and you're in a crowded place. Um, just making sure he's right by your side. And it kind of does go back to the manners things because, you know, I really observe 
if I'm on a date or with a guy, I observe how he treats other people. So um, if he's respectful, saying please, thank you, and he's just a warm guy, um, mm -hmm. then that's gonna get my attention. But I'm not big on like huge gestures. Like if we were to go to dinner, I wouldn't expect you to pay the whole bill or things like that. It would be nice, but I, I think it's just a preference of the female. Good morning to Shogun the Red Warrior over on Twitch. Good to see you, sir. Shout out to all the people over on Twitch. I apologize. I don't have my Twitch window open. I am simulcasting to Twitch, the Gone With John YouTube channel, and the Unchained Man YouTube channel here on YouTube. But Twitch, I apologize, brothers, but I do see you in the chat. It's good to see you guys, and thank you so much for watching. I'm, I'm a little bit more laid back, but... We can tell you're laid back. You didn't put a bra on this morning. And that usually is a good sign that a girl is pretty much down for anything. Some females are more, um, I don't want to say high maintenance because that's not the right term, but um, they expect more of the gestures. It's, for me, it's more of like a, a soul connection while gestures. Guys, avoid the girls that are like soul connection. They like the crystals and the constellations and the, oh, it's all about astrology. And man, avoid these ditzy, spacey broads. Are important and nice, but it's like for me. Okay, so something like so little. I don't know if this is even considered a manner, but I love when I'm walking on the street or like the sidewalk and the guy is like taking the, the street side and I'm like inside closer to like the buildings. Yeah, they all notice when you do that, guys. And then they're like, this is really getting me wet. He's a nice guy. I feel like that is like an important manner that goes unnoticed. Because like if something were to happen, it's like the guys out there and I'm like safe. <laughs> it's like if something was going to happen, it's like I'm safe, but he's going to get killed. It's like it's not me. It's like it's him, you know, like it's like I'm the precious safe person. I'm totally safe, but he might get squished by a big truck if it jumps the curb. But you know, thank God I'm safe. <laughs> um, another, like just opening up doors, um, like. Uh, equality, ladies, we're equal now. No more opening doors. You wanted it, you got it. I don't know if this is like really old school, but offering like to pay the bill, like the first. Of course, you want him to pay for the bill. I mean, yeah, why not? Remember equality, girls? Why shouldn't he pay for the bill? Remember equality? You wanted, you fought for it. All the other screaming ladies fought for it. And instead of telling those screaming ladies to shut up and standing up for men and relationships and everything else, you other women got really quiet all of a sudden and went along with what the crazy women wanted. So now you get the results the crazy women get. No more opening doors, no more buying you food, no more marriage, no more cohabitation, no more none of that stuff. Now you're all together in one big crazy lump sum because you let your crazy sisters act a fool out here. So now you get what they wanted that you allowed them to ask for, which is no more of that good stuff. State or something, like definitely picking up the bill um, and continuing you know, to put effort and not expecting like me to pick up number three is his job title <sighs> um to me that doesn't matter so much if he loves what he's doing and he shows up every day on time i don't think it matters too much 
Um, that definitely matters right now, but I feel like I'm also at the age when Primo. we're all getting like established in our careers. So it doesn't matter to like the point where I would be completely like turned off by someone because what you're doing now can be so different than what you're doing next year. It depends on your age and um, if you're working towards, if you're ambitious and you're... Ambitious, depends on your age. These are all things women say that men would never say because you see, here's the thing, guys. You want to love someone for who they are, quote unquote, ideally, theoretically, in a perfect world. Women don't. They don't love at all and aren't capable of that feeling. So therefore, that's irrelevant. What they look for is potential. Where are you going to be? We, They want you to change. They don't love you for who you are. They hope, well, hopefully one day he'll change. Hopefully one day he'll have potential. He'll get a better job. He'll... We get with them hoping they never change. They get with us hoping we change. You see, we want them to remain young and beautiful and breast pointing upward and a positive fun attitude instead of becoming an old fuddy-duddy broad. But they do become that and they want us to become a CEO or something when really we were just having fun playing hacky sack a few minutes ago. You see, they want you to change, which by definition is not love. Can we all agree on that at least? driven that matters a lot and it doesn't really matter where you are in life but more so where you want to go that's the big thing for me is ambition and drive told you ambition and drive john quick question why do all women watch all these romantic movie garbage i'll tell you why todd because they want a man that would simp for them that hard you see let me explain this to you guys this is the basics of human evolution sex wise this is the dynamics of our sexual understanding of one another and it's kind of an unspoken rule i'm going to break the fourth wall but it doesn't apply to us only to women you see it there's a secret power that women have that secret power is that when one man sees that woman and he has to have her sexually has to have her he's driven crazy sexually by her she knows that he's under her spell, quote unquote spell, not really spell, not magic, not witchcraft, but kind of. She knows that that man has to have her. He's simping hard for her, quote unquote. He, she knows she has a level of control over that man. He'll do things for her. She'll, they like that feeling of knowing that someone loves them that much to do the romantic horse shit for them. You see what I'm saying? That to know that that man cares enough to jump through the hoops and show her that, oh, you're the best and now you're so special and you're so precious and you're now that will make her vagina dry up eventually. But it's the idea of having that level of control over a man that really gets them wet. It's not the love. It's not that he opened the door. She can open her own door. She doesn't give a shit about that. It's the idea that that man loves her enough to show society that he's pussy whipped for her, that he's bending over for her. To show that he's, oh, she's my lady and I'm going to open the door and I'm going to pay her bills and I'm going to take care of her. And they love the feeling of knowing they've gotten a man to that level of his sexual passions for her are boiling over and he will do anything to maintain that. That's a power play, guys. That's a powerful thing for a woman to know that she has that level of sexual control over a man. Do you understand? You see in sex, there's domination and there's sub, the sub and the dom. Now, whereas typically the woman likes playing the more submissive role, traditionally anyways, you modern women are, you know, put your cock away, please. 
But traditionally, there's a sub and a dom. And whereas it is a submissive role that most women play, they're actually the dominant in that they control the sex and the relationship. And that controls the man who has to have her sexually. If you followed along with that, you understand what I'm talking about. But remember all of the girls that you really loved at first, they had a sexual control over you that was mind-blowing. And she knows this. They like that, Todd. That answers your question, I hope, anyways. Um, but they they like movies about that because it's it's a signifying that a woman has the ability to have that power over a man that he might do these quote-unquote romantic things, which are really just shallow gestures that a man's willing to be like, yeah, I'll fucking, I opened a door, give me some pussy. Just kidding, ladies. I'm joking, of course, but not totally. It's kind of how that is. Lord Jeremy, good to see you. Thanks, John. Keep up the great work, brother. Got to get my day started. Have a productive day. Just Lord Jeremy, thanks so much for coming through. Thank you so much for supporting the channel here, Lord Jeremy. Here's your tiger, my brother. Lord Jeremy, boys and girls, thank you so much, Jeremy. Good to see you. Have a great day at work. Let's get back into it. No, that doesn't really matter to me. I think what's more important is if they are doing something that they like, but that's not always possible. But I feel like job title doesn't really matter to me that much. Mm -hmm. I think it matters. Yeah, I think it matters. I would probably not be comfortable bringing someone home who's a porn star. Wouldn't be comfortable telling my parents that. Um, why are we talking to your parents to begin with? You know what I'm saying? Like, girls, grow up. Girls, you really got to grow up. You keep trying to maintain your other family when you're supposed to reach a certain age and then grow past your family. Like, when you get with a man, you move in with a man, you everything else, you see your parents mostly on holiday. But you're still trying to every weekend, mom and dad are coming over, mom and dad always up our ass. This isn't good for a marriage. At some point, women, you need to grow up and be up under your man instead of up under daddy and mommy still. I'm sorry if you don't like that. I'm sorry if your mother's bored. I'm sorry if she's got enough free time and wants to see her daughter every weekend. That's going to be bad for your relationship. So, yeah. No, job title doesn't matter too much because I think... I think that's like an age thing. Um, I wouldn't want my job title to matter too much to somebody else because I'm young and we can all grow. Frank, channel 1800 dumb. Johnny, my dear brothers, John, can you give me a rusty driving us all in the meteorite over the forces of evil brother? Yes, I can. No fatties, I beg of you, LOL. Of course, absolutely, I can do that for you. Let me find where Rusty is driving the boat. That'll be a good one there. And there's no fatties in there for sure, guys. Also, let me remove your chat so that it's nice and visible on the bathing suits of the lovely ladies. Let's continue. Thank you so much to everyone who's donating to the stream. Got a couple of cash apps. You've done... 
what's it called? Super Chats here on YouTube. Appreciate you guys for donating and uh, helping out with the old uh, bills here at the Gone With John studio. Let's continue with this nice lady that's missing a bra. I mean, the title is important. I mean, I I, I think it it does matter. Of course it matters, women. You care about status because you care what people think about you, which is what makes you an enormous, you know. But then again, it's also situational, you know, because ah. he could be somebody's assistant at a big company, and then maybe one day he could be a boss at that big company so oh, one day he could be a boss at that big company see guys they care about this stuff they don't care about who you are as an individual or as a person or how nice of a guy and all this other horse shit they tell you they care about where are you going are you going to be the ceo or not um exactly it just kind of goes back to his drive and his right. motivation and how uh -huh. hard he's willing to work Right. How hard he's willing to work. That's something a slave owner would say back in the day. That's something that uh, a prison, you know, uh, guard would say over his worker one day. That's something that how hard is he willing to work? You know, how hard is he willing to work? Um, isn't this a relationship? Why is he having to work so hard? A relationship's not even supposed to be work, right? Why is he working? How hard's he gonna work? What's he gonna do? How many hoops is he gonna jump through for my love? Salary. Yeah, it definitely matters because like money. Yeah, yes, money. Of course that matters. You guys, you, did, I don't know if you gentlemen know this, but your money matters. If you're not making enough money, you, um, she might not be totally on board with you. You know. Security, like financial security. Yeah, security, security. You mean prostitution? No, no, no. It's not like I'm blowing him for money. It's just like I'm blowing him and then he better have money later. You know, he better be working towards money. Well, why is that? Because, uh, you know, we're, we're in a relationship together. Oh, but that's not prostitution. It's important to me. But as right. long as, like, we have enough money to... I don't know, go on dates and like do like concerts, like fun stuff. Oh, dates and concerts and fun stuff and traveling and going places and doing all this. And yeah, yeah, it's all good. I got it. No, it doesn't really matter if he has goals. Like if the salary's not amazing right now. Right. If the salary's not amazing right now, but it gets amazing later, that's good. Now, if it doesn't get amazing later and I meet a man who gets amazing with a great salary later, well, I'm not in love anymore. Now, but he has goals for himself and, you know, he's working towards something that's important to me, but uh -huh. everyone's in different places at different right. times. So I feel like immediate salary, just as long as we could still have fun. Mm -hmm. If his bills are paid and he treats me right, I don't think money should be an object because it doesn't last forever. <sighs> I'm going to let it go, but I want to say something else about her stomach. I'm, I'm not going to because it would be rude. No, salary, not too much. Um, Her posture was bad, too. I'm sorry. That girl is. Um, as long as you're making, like, a decent income for yourself. Oh, as long as you're making a decent income. This girl is a four at best, guys, in my opinion. Short, stocky. I mean, she looks like she's rounded. That round face, that tells me in a couple years she's going to be huge. No offense, ma'am. The hair just long, straight part in the middle, like a maniac from the nut house. No offense, ma'am. 
And she's like, yeah, salary. He's got to have enough money. Um, where's the woman that he's going to get? Because a man with money is going to have options. He's not going to go for a four. And you can live within those means. I'd say like the same answer as his job title. It doesn't really matter what, what you're making right now, but if you're ambitious and... Ma'am, your street meat. Um, you have like high expectations for yourself and high goals for yourself, then that's very attractive. It is important because, you know, for, for me as a female, I plan to be making a certain amount at a certain age. Really? You plan that out, did you? And, um... I would love to hear your plan, your financial plan, ma'am. The man that I expect to be with, I, I want him to be a hustler and a go-getter too. And you know, the, the harder you work. A hustler, guys. <laughs> Women of today are just, <clears throat> look, I get it. It's a cute, it's a quaint saying. He's a hustler. He's a... <sighs> the more you work, the higher you're going to move up, the more your salary is going to... Um, raise. So also, if you plan to be with somebody and you, you plan to have a family, you have to support um, your children and each other. So I do think salary matters because it's, you know, kind of going to show you what the future is going to look like and what kind of struggles or what kind of things you can do. I wouldn't say it doesn't matter. I think, you know, if we're thinking about a long term thing, we're partners, so... No the fuck we're not. So, thinking about things in that... No the fuck we're not partners. All these girls are like, his salary, his salary. If his salary is important, that means we're not partners. By definition, you're going after a man that makes more money. I.e. not partners. He's bringing more to the table, which means we're not partners. G girls, if you go into business with somebody and you're a 10% partner... They can fire you. You're not a fucking partner. You're not like pulling equal weight. Okay, stop. Way, I, you know, I had to consider what my salary is and what kind of life we want to live. Well, you're wearing a tie-dyed shirt, so I'm assuming you work at one of those kiosks in the mall. But what is your salary? If he's making less money than me. Impossible. And I'm the breadwinner, I feel... I personally would be uncomfortable just from what I'm making at this moment. <laughs> if we're like at a point where I feel like I'm comfortable on my own, we'd be fine together. I really don't care. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Is there a, is there a number that stands out to you as like a decent salary? Like something that you would be... <laughs> Hold on to your hats, boys. Be like, okay, he needs to make this much money. I don't think there's a number in mind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, especially for right now, but I would say if, if he's not ever making more Riggs. than, let's say a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, a hundred thousand. If he's not making a hundred thousand, I mean, a hundred thousand, six figures, six pack. I don't know. He should probably be like seven foot three, probably six figures. Um, you know, that's probably right that's probably what i would like as a lady he needs to make six figures yeah then i would be a little bit worried about our future oh, like oh. oh i'd be worried about our future if he didn't make six figures 
Huh, let's do some math here real quick. In America, how about that? We'll just say in America, even though I have men worldwide. 17% of men in America make 100,000. 17%. Good luck, ladies, especially you, uh, you know, sad eyed looking ones like the girl that said that. I, I don't know. There's like the gender wage gap, so I don't even know. Oh my God. Ladies, is that like a prerequisite? Do y'all have like talking points that when you go on a uh, interview show, you're like, make sure to mention the gender pay gap. Is that something y'all do or is this just? I would say enough to live a life of leisure. Enough to live a life of leisure. I mean, and when I say that, I mean me, not him. He'll still have to work really hard, but like, I don't want to lift a finger, if that makes sense. I want him to make enough that I don't ever have to do anything, but he's way too busy working to be around me or up under my hair or in my house. At least until I divorce him and he has to carry his little bit of stuff out of the house. Then that'll be fine. Primo Living BC, today is my birthday. I've had girlfriends from when I was 15 to 36. I've never spent a dime on Valentine's Day for any female. I bought myself a box of chocolates once. Nice, brother. Primo Living BC. Happy birthday, sir, to you. Happy, happy birthday, my brother. I hope you're having a good one. It's a great day to be alive, my boys. Keep that head up. And yeah, guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm going to do a stream on Valentine's. Excuse me, because uh, I'm saving a ton of money on Valentine's Day and headache and heartache. And I hope this is good enough. And maybe it's not good enough. And what if it doesn't make her happy? And what a prison to be in with a woman. Hmm. Primo Living BC, good to see you, sir. Thank you for coming through and thank you for supporting the channel. Sense. Like not have to worry about your rent, your utilities, stuff like that. But also, um, obviously, a more desirable, desirable man would be able to take care of, my, of our kids, of myself, of our older parents. So this man has to take care of your kids, yourself, and your parents. So I would say somewhere between uh, 400K. 400K. All right, let's go back to Google. We asked earlier what percent of men make 100, over 100,000 per year in America. Let's change that to 400,000 and hit enter. How many people make 400K? Nobody will doubt that. 1.8% of income in the United States, according to the IRS. 1%. 1.8% of people in America make over 400,000. And the way I asked the question, that might include a woman or two. So, all right. Good luck finding the 1.8% of men out there that are available to you, ma'am. To wherever. Like, there's no bar. Yeah, there's no bar, just $400,000, $400, but it doesn't matter. There's no bar. 23, if I were to be dating a man right now, um, 80K is pretty good. 80K is pretty good for those little things? I don't think so. 80 to 100K. Um, 80 to 100K. This girl, this girl, 
think she's in line with the top 17% of men. Think about that. This girl. Now, I don't mean any disrespect to this girl, and I do like girls with smaller, you know, sometimes, but <clears throat> ma'am, you are not in the top 17% of women on the planet for a number of reasons. Is what I'd be looking for. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, somewhere around 80 to 100K right. in your mid-20s. Uh, I think six figures is definitely decent for that belly, that belly. Guys, look at this. Do y'all see this? This reminds me of the chick on Coach Greg's channel, the, the food print. <laughs> Parabola. Shit. The food print, guys. Oh, man. Y equals X squared, sometimes cubed. This girl, man, look at this. This girl, 100K for the soggy, lopsided, one bigger than the other. The belly, the gut, the bleached blonde. You're not in the top 17% for sure, ma'am. No offense. It's a little, you got to work hard for it nowadays, but. Right for an income, you know, to create a family and things of that nature, like at least a hundred thousand is acceptable. I mean I mean we'll take less, but it's just obviously we'll take less, but if we get a chance to take more later on, we'll take more. We'll take less and more. You see, if we take the less now, we can always take the more later. And then that's two guys we get to be with and ruin. It depends on your job and your career and what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, a lot of girls have said that, and I actually just recently read the statistic where only 2% of men between the ages of 20 and 40 make six figures and are over six feet, which is like two of the things that women... Oh, yeah. When I looked it up earlier and said 17%, that wasn't even including height. That didn't even have anything to do with height. Of course, he's got to be six feet. Now you're talking like Courtney says, 2%. That's scary. Typically say they want. Right. But it's crazy to think about the fact that there's only 2% of men. Yeah. That are out there. Making that much. Yeah. I'll take a short guy that makes a million all day long. <laughs> right. You're a fucking prostitute. Allegedly. Yeah. For money, you'll, you'll take a short guy. For money, I mean, for a millionaire. Yeah. I'll take a short guy. Whatever. I mean, obviously marriage is just prostitution at this point. Yeah. I'll take a short guy, fat guy, bald guy. If he's a millionaire, of course. Yeah. I'll take him. Yeah, love you. Yeah, you're the best husband ever. And then she'll marry him, divorce, grape him, get his money. I mean, yeah, my first husband, just my starter husband. He was a millionaire, fat and bald. I took him, though. Women, just to be honest about what you are, you've become prostitutes. We're tired of playing semantics and trying to hide it. This is what you've become. This lady with this fat gut just said she would take a millionaire if he was, yeah, if he's ugly or if he's old or if he's, yeah, I mean, if he's a millionaire, I'd take him, of course. How is this not prostitution? <laughs> that's a fair compromise, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's sad because I plan to be making 100K or more. You Really? You got this all figured out? You plan to be a top earner? You plan to, you just got it figured out. You're going to be a top earner. 
Let's find out. What percent of women earn over 100K in America? According to Google, Census, oh, let me share this one with you just so you can see it, because this will be interesting. So remember that wage gap we always talk about on this channel and how, remember earlier when I said what percent of men make over 100K in America and the number was 17%? I said, what percent of America? We just did this. 17% of men, not, not accounting for their height, 17% of Amer men in America make over 100K. Here it is. I just asked Google this question. What percent of women earn over 100K in America? Census Bureau data shows that almost 40% of female workers earn $100,000 or more annually. What about that pay gap? If 17% of men earn 100K a year, but 40% of women earn 100K a year, I guess they're right. There is a pay gap, but they're on top and we're on the bottom, not the way that they would have you see it, right? I mean, guys, we're just asking Google these questions. If they're 40% of them make 100K, but 17% of men make 100K, but they want all want a man that makes 100K, well, damn, somebody's going to be disappointed. Also, I would just like to point out that we just completely crushed the argument that women make less money than men. Moving on. And that's according to the U.S. Census and Google. Stats, math, numbers, statistics. Oh no, pay gap, pay gap, wage gap. Women don't make as much. Horseshit, bullshit. Anyways, let's continue. Hopefully before 30, so. It's just crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, and then when all girls want that, they're all going after the same men, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Right. I don't know, maybe I'll have to get into a different industry. I got <laughs> His hobbies. Um. Yes, so for me, like, I'm not a gym rat, so someone that was a gym rat, I don't think that it would really work just because that's not what I'm doing, but I love when... Right, you're not putting any effort into your body or your outfit, apparently, but yeah, it wouldn't work out for you. And our hobbies align um, or interests, just like what we like to do, I think it really helps your relationship and the quality time you can spend like my boyfriend and i love to just play cards together go see shows things like that so you don't have to have all the same hobbies but i think it's really fun too to introduce each other to new hobbies and just try to you know do new things but yeah um hobbies matter a lot to me they must be in aligned with something that we want to do together it's kind of like counting it Ugh. Think about that, you guys. Your hobbies have to align to something you want to do together. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be with somebody and constantly have to do everything with them. Oh, our hobbies have to align. Well, she's lazy and I like to hike eight miles in a day. So um, we're probably not going to get along well. She wants to sit on the couch and watch a movie. I want to get up and go do something that involves moving around. So we're not going to get along as our quality time together. I think that makes the relationship very, very strong is shared hobbies. And even if I don't like some of the hobbies, 
that he has, I would try to be a part of. Ugh. So she's going to try to be a part of your hobbies, guys. How fun is that going to be? Don't all of your hobbies, didn't they always involve another woman? Like some strange woman? You're like, yeah, I like playing guitar. And she's like, well, I want to learn. Tell me all about it. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm practicing my chords. Well, I want to practice chords with you. No, thanks. It as like a supportive partner and vice versa. I would expect the same from him. Definitely. Oh, my God. Definitely. Definitely matters. Um, because, you know, I, me personally, what I look for a man, I like creative. So in his spare time, is he working? Is he, is he reading? Is he doing photography? Is he doing things that is going to better himself? Um, I think hobbies are very important because it's what we do besides work. So, you know, your hobbies, kind they don't define you, but they say a lot about who you are as a person. Um, you know, if, if you like to nap all day or besides work, your your hobbies are playing video games. It's just a no-go for me. So I think it is really important because also when you're in a relationship. Isn't that what's funny, guys? Like when we select a woman, we're never thinking like this. They're out here with, all, they have all these rules and thoughts and all this. And we're like, you know, to men, it, we never, none of this crosses our mind. Somebody could be like, yeah, she's deaf, dumb, and blind and an invalid. And you're like, hell, I'll fuck her. You know what I mean? Like this never crosses our minds. We're like, yeah, I'll be in a relationship with this girl. Like, yeah, it's fine. She works at the slaughterhouse, lopping heads off cows, whatever. It doesn't matter. Works down at the dollar store. Doesn't matter. Whatever she's into. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And they're like, he's got to be this. He's got to be that. He needs to be this over here. It's crazy. It's crazy, ladies. You start to share hobbies. Um, so 100% matters females I think I don't really think it matters too much I just uh, I think it more matters if he can distinguish time doing whatever and then time with you or if he can blend them together but mm, blend them together did you catch that he can do whatever or spend time with you or whatever but blend them together they want to be ensconced in your life they want to be entrenched in your life they want to every what are you doing you ever want to see an unhappy woman? Have fun without her and let her find out about it. Be out with your boys and have fun or laugh or hear her, her hear you laugh about something. Be at home and laugh at something you're watching on your phone and she not know what it is. She'll want to know what you're laughing at. If you're enjoying yourself, she wants to be part of it or you're in trouble. You'll see, boys. You'll see. If you haven't already experienced this, it's an interesting thing that women do. It's where they're going to be part of the fun or they're going to destroy the fun. Oh, yeah, that matters. Because I feel like that just shows what you're passionate about and like how you spend your free time. Mm -hmm. um, as long as he has a hobby or two, that's more important than what the actual hobby is. Definitely important. I just assumed, Shadrock, that that was a given, you know, just because we said she. But it, it is not important. Let's continue. Because that's how you get to know somebody. That's how you find interests, common ground. Um, I think it definitely matters for a guy that has hobbies versus a guy that eats potato chips all day. And are there hobbies that you would say are more attractive versus unattractive? Or do you think it's more just having a hobby? Um, I definitely find certain hobbies more attractive, like anything athletic, snowboarding, skateboarding, playing basketball with your friends or...
You have a gunt. It doesn't look like you've done anything active in a very long time. Bingus, what's up, my brother? Great to see you, sir. Hope you're doing well, brother. A softball league, whatever the case may be, I definitely think having hobbies that are more athletic for myself personally as a woman is a little bit more attractive. You don't. I can tell by your body type. I can tell by your arms that they have some flab. They're not fat. I'm not saying they're fat and you're not sitting up straight, which isn't helping. I can tell, but your your stomach, I can tell there's there's a problem there. Um, and also being creative, whether that's being in photography or whatever the case may be. If you have a hobby and it fills your passion and your drive to wake up every single day, I, I think that's attractive. I think it's more about having a hobby, more of like having, like just knowing yourself and knowing what you enjoy to do is important. Yeah, mm. I think there's more attractive hobbies than... Right. Um, others, but I think that also matters, like person to person. Like I think cooking's an attractive hobby. Um, working out, reading. But guys, when someone's hair is is like this straight part in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Like very, um, you know what I'm saying? Like just, just be careful, man. She probably got a family in her freezer, or she's sizing you up to make a skin lampshade or something. This isn't good. Those are all things I'm into. So maybe. Maybe like a woman likes collectible items. So when she finds a man that skin lampshade, I told you likes those same items, like that's really attractive to her. I think when people are passionate about something, it's really attractive, whether it's, I don't know, being on a rowing team or sailing or drawing. This woman is complete chaos. Every aspect of her life. <clears throat> it's apparent in her shirt choice. Chaos. Chaos. Buying, being a photographer, just anything that you're super passionate about can be really Men, never be super passionate about anything. You can be passionate about your job and your work and your everything else, but keep your emotions in check. A level of passion is fantastic if you're building something, if you're working towards something, if you're designing something, if you're inventing something, if you're... Other than that, your passions only really need to go towards your work. Really cool. Obviously, we talked about the video games thing, so... Video games are definitely a hobby, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but the balance is really important, just like with anything. How about you mind your own fucking business? How about that for balance? How about he does his thing and you do your things and you mind your fucking business? Yeah. So even if the guy were to watch sports for four hours a night or play yeah. video games four hours a night, it's about balance. Yes. So, okay. Yes, always. So... So you feel like you have a right to say how he does things in his life or spends his life. And then you think that that's balance. You're overstepping a huge boundary and you feel like you have the right to do so because you're his quote unquote woman and you have the nerve to say balance. Okay. Oh, I would not consider video gaming an attractive hobby, but like working on a car, that's very attractive. One quick Chevy, what's up, sir? Thanks so much for coming through, my man. Can we take a moment to party with Rusty's Large Lady Fan Club? Of course, thank you. I like the way that one lady just kind of slops over the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that that's, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys.
I apologize. Yeah, for like building something around the house, like something with your hands. Very manly. <laughs> I think that's more attractive. It's attractive in general if a guy has hobbies, if you're passionate about something, and if something excites you, I think it's just, to me, it's you being human and kind of emotional in a sense, if you're passionate about something. So that's just like. Yeah, they, they want you to be passionate, men, because you get emotional. Stop. You don't need to have too much passion that isn't well-directed, and you don't need any level of emotion, even in your work. You can be passionate about your work. That's where it ends. You get emotional. You're going to get pissed. You're going to get mad. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to act out. You're going to say, God damn, you're going to throw something or punch a wall or do something stupid. Stop putting emotions in stuff. If you're a man, emotions have no place. Do the work. Do what's necessary. Keep your emotions in check. Women want you emotional because you're unpredictable you're you know what i mean they like you to be spontaneous and oh what's he gonna do and is he gonna freak out and you don't need to be in that state speaks about your emotional intelligence indirectly to me somehow so like i said for me personally i like a man who likes to read books or likes to go out of his yeah nothing gets him wetter than a man that reads books way to find artistic things for me personally i when I have nothing to do, I'll go to the art museums. I'll find museums around here. I'll go to the thrift stores. Um, I'll go to vintage like record shops. And those things, those hobbies, like they feed my brain. So you ever work or do anything productive? I mean, you say you're doing all these things and I hear you talking, but do you ever, I mean, you're here and you're at this interview and you know, like you ever work? So, I think things like that are attractive, unattractive hobbies. Playing video games all day is an unattractive hobby. Who gives a shit what you think about a hobby? You know, like let you can't let the man be himself. You can't love the man for himself, but you want to destroy his hobbies. Fuck you, women. No offense, but I mean, look, if you... If you don't love the man for who the man is and he plays video games and you don't like it and you want him to not do it or you think it's immature or baby like or whatever you want to call it, you're the asshole. He's minding his own business. You're minding his business and trying to control what he does. You're a narcissistic control freak, asshole, psychopath, sociopath. Wanting to control another human being or what they do is psychological issue behavior this is not good you're the next hitler what are you doing for me um another unattractive hobby for a man oh <laughs> a lot of people aren't gonna like this um a guy who golfs all the time i don't think there's anything wrong with golfing but when you're with the boys all day every day like saturdays I'm, i gotta go golfing with the boys well, we go be with the boys because being around y'all blows. That's why we go be like being around the boys is fun. When we get together, we have fun. We make jokes. Everybody's having a good time. Nobody's trying to get in their feelings. It's a lot of fun. But when you women get involved and then you start calling and texting the entire time, frankly, you ruin all of that. It's annoying. It's exhausting. Why is it annoying? It doesn't involve you. If what he's doing is what he's doing, it doesn't involve you and you're making it involve you because you're a narcissistic control freak, but it has nothing to do with you.
he's not with you for a reason because he doesn't want to listen to your horseshit about what he's doing. That's why he's with the boys is so that he can be away from you. And you're saying, oh, well, it's annoying. Ah, I can't imagine why he doesn't want to spend more time around you. Find something else to do. There's so many other things to do besides golf. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I definitely do see how some could be attractive and some could be unattractive. What about his education? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm a little mixed. On Remind you, just real quick before you answer, remember you're wearing a tie-dyed shirt education I think it's important I, th I think there's a difference between having an education and being educated all right here we go so I feel like it's more important to be educated meaning they are kind of cognizant of what's going on and even if they don't fully understand like calculus 3 like they understand kind of what's going on in the world and we built the fucking world, everything, ladies. We built all of it while fighting off all the animals that wanted to eat and kill all of us. We built everything. Buildings, bridges, we died doing it. We blood, sweat, and tears. We did we everything, everything. That tie-dye shirt you're wearing, the makeup that you're wearing was processed on machinery built by men. Everything that you are is a direct result of the hard work of the men that have come before us. And a handful of women, a handful of women, I'll give a little credit. Women did do a couple things, not look, grossly less, but I will include women in it. But men built the world, everything. So can you not act like an entitled, you know, C word, quite frankly? I'm just, guys, tell me I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Who built everything? Who mechanized the world? Who brought food to the masses? Who fought off the the, the monsters and the, the, who did that? While ungrateful people sat here in the tent. It's hot in here. Hurry up and invent air conditioning. Jesus Christ, women. Unbelievable. Anyways, it's been a great show. Thanks for coming. We're almost two hours in and I'm about to go into work at my other job and make sure I do a good job there as well. Thanks for coming. Thank you to everyone who sent cash apps or super chats. Everyone that donated to the show, I appreciate it. It helps us keep going. I should be back on for the evening show this evening. Uh, thank you again, guys. It is great to see you all. I'm gone with John. I'm gonna get out of here so I can go get my day started. Well, the rest of my day, I had coffee with you guys and it was fantastic, but alas, I have to go and do things now. Thank you guys for coming. Love you, boys. Here's some Corpse Lord. Corpse Lord. Corpse Lord. Corpse Lord. Feel like lightning when you lie to me. Can't trust a soul, I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be. I don't wanna focus on the problems, I slip up on the move, I'm moving, just a little bit toxic. I'ma be the only one to finish when it started. The living that you see until you're better, come and talk to. Hollow with a pin inside the dick, gotta watch how it's bad. I'm reaching on my face, and though it's sharp as my rod. Kissing on my neck, I got a lost in my conscience. Sipping on the wish you wanna come, so I'm not. Yeah, I got a blitz, yeah.
Divorce may ruin your life. Stop it. Get some help. Fuck what you think, you don't even know my name, what you know about me You can see a thing, but I know these things and they creep